Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome to the Grace for a Journey podcast. So glad that you are with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We have been in Matthew 27. Now, if you've never read Matthew 27, this is the story of the last days of our Lord on this earth. And we talk about everything from his betrayal to his trial, which was a mock farce trial, right? There was nothing, nothing legitimate about the trial of Jesus. Matter of fact, if you remember previous podcasts, they couldn't even level a legitimate charge at Jesus that would stick. So Pilate brought him out in front of the crowd and says, okay, who do you want? There's really nothing wrong with Jesus, but if you want us to crucify him, we will. And so it's just a mock farce thing altogether. Then we move on and we see Jesus crucified. We see him taken um, up to Golgotha. That means the place of the skull. We see him nailed to a tree and he hangs there. And he dies on the cross for our sins. Now, after that, the veil in the temple is rent, torn from the top to the bottom. That's about a 30-foot high process, right? The the, uh, veil is about 30 foot high. It was four inches thick. It was big. But it was torn from the top to the bottom. How does that happen? Because God tore the veil, indicating and signifying to all of us today that the gap between heaven and man has been bridged by the person of Jesus Christ. We can know the Father. We can have communication with the Father. We have access to the throne of grace all the time because of what Christ has done. So Jesus dies on the cross. The veil is rent. There's a great earthquake. So much so, even the Romans looking on, the ones who crucified Jesus said, wow, this truly was the Son of God. The earth went into an upheaval in such a way that people's consciousness was smacked with the reality and the truth of who Jesus really is. So now we come to the point where Jesus is going to be buried, and we pick that up in verse 57. The Bible says this, Now when it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who was also a disciple of Jesus. Now, let me just talk about We see Joseph of Arimathea in all the Gospels mentioned. Matter of fact, John describes Joseph of Arimathea like this, said he was a disciple of Jesus. That means a disciplined follower of Jesus, but in secret for fear of the Jews. What do we know about Arimathea, Joseph of Arimathea? He was a wealthy guy. He was in the Jewish elite. Um, He was known throughout the area. People recognized who he was in his name. He was a prominent figure, and he knew the Lord, that he was the Lord, and followed him, but he followed him secretly. So when Jesus died, he comes and he says this, he went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate ordered that it be given to him. Now, Pilate would not have just done this for any Joe off the street. This again is another indication of the position that Joseph of Arimathea had in the community. So we go on and see this. Now, Joseph took the body and wrapped it in clean linen shroud and laid it in his own tomb, which had been cut in a rock. And he rolled a great stone to the entrance to the tomb, and then he went away. Now, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting opposite the tomb. Okay, there's a couple of things that are important here. One, Jesus was laid in a known tomb. This wasn't a mystery burial. It wasn't a mass grave. It wasn't out of the way. It wasn't somewhere that no one would recognize. They weren't hiding the body of Jesus. Joseph of Arimathea being a prominent person, his tomb would have been a prominent place. So people could have come and visited and he would have put a placard up saying, here lies Joseph of Arimathea, you know, Pharisee, yada, yada, rich guy and all this. Why is that important? Because later on, Jesus is going to resurrect. 
And one of the theories is going to be, well, everybody went to the wrong tomb because they didn't really know where Jesus was buried. Not true. Joseph of Arimathea, being a wealthy guy, would have known where his tomb was. Obviously, that was an asset. These were not cheap. And people who have amassed things keep track of their assets pretty well or they lose their assets pretty quickly. And, and so he would have known it. Then the second thing you got to see here is that Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting opposite the tomb. So you have two other eyewitnesses. Not only is Joseph's, right? He knows where it is. But then you have the two Marys sitting the other side of the tomb saying, the next day we know exactly where Jesus was buried because we've been there. We watched him uh, being taken in. We watched him laid on the stone uh, slab. We watched him covered up with grave linens. And so we know exactly where he is. Jesus was buried in a public tomb where the public would know, where the public could see. This is vital because of what's coming next. Hey, stay with us for the next podcast or two, and we're going to talk about the most amazing reality in all the cosmos, the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. It's coming. Stay with us. And guess what will happen? You'll find unbelievable grace for your journey. I promise you, you will. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you so much. And Jesus, thank you that you gave your life for us. They didn't take it. You gave it for us. And we want to thank you for that. Use us, Lord, today to make a difference in the lives of others. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, God's blessings on you, and we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.